Welcome to the Teaching Self-Government Podcast with Nicolene Peck. Improving your life, uniting your family, changing the world. Welcome to the Teaching Self-Government Podcast. I'm Nicolene Peck and I'm joined here with my daughter, Paige Baumert. Hi, Paige. Hello. Paige, today we're talking about dropping the subject. There are people that have been asking, how do you teach someone to drop the subject? Is it even possible for some people to drop the subject? It can seem super hard to drop the subject. We're going to be spending a lot of time to talk, talking about that and what we can do to help our loved ones learn that skill of dropping the subject. But before we do, as is tradition here on the Teaching Self-Government Podcast, we've got a fun family activity page. It's spring. What's a good idea? Well, seeing as how it's becoming springtime and everyone's kind of itching to be outside, a nature walk is always super fun. So I know there are times where we would just go on a walk for fun as a family and just admire all the little leaves budding on the trees, stuff like that. But sometimes we would also um, study up on different birds and then we'd be like, okay, let's go out on a walk and look for some, you know, because they were local to our area or something like that, or we'd go in search of different bugs um, stuff like that. So we always kind of put little twists on it, but going on a walk, especially when the weather's beautiful is so fun. We did. So I am a bit of an education geek. I love learning new things like around every corner. And so there were some nature handbooks and things that I got. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to get this bird book, or I'm going to get this book about different plants or whatever. And so I found all the things that might be in our area. And then we go out and we try to find them, see mm-hmm. what we could notice walking in the woods, walking in the neighborhoods, but wow, in the spring, it's the best because all the little flowers start popping up. Then you can say, Oh, there's the little crocuses and stuff like that. I just have to apologize. There is noise in this podcast. And so here we've got real life. There is someone doing construction in my basement right below me. And I don't get to tell them no right now. So I have to drop the subject about it and just deal with the fact that there's going to be some really awkward, strange noises in the background. So my apologies for that. Paige, today we're looking through the lens of self-government as we look at dropping the subject. So what is self-government? Let's make sure everybody knows that because this is the teaching self-government podcast after all. Precisely. So self-government is being able to determine the cause and effect of any given situation and possessing a knowledge of your own behaviors so that you can control them. Yes. So what that means is that a person is able to self-assess themselves. They can make plans for themselves so that they're the most successful. They're able to say, wait, what is it that I actually want out of this situation? How do I want to feel in this moment? And I'm going to pick the right thoughts to have so that I have the experience that I need to have. I'm going to help myself navigate this thing better. Instead of just being reactive, I'm going to be pro proactive, Mm -hmm. big difference, right? Proactive. So Paige forever. I mean, your whole entire life, you have learned the skill, how to drop the subject. In fact, that skill is actually part of multiple different self-government skills. So let's talk about what self-government skills have this other sub skill, drop the subject. And what is this? 
So the first one that comes to mind and the first one that we teach um, all families is accepting a no answer. So that is the last step for our skill, accepting a no answer. And it's because when you receive a no answer, you have to be able to move on. You can't dwell on it. You can't brood on it. You know, you can't hold a grudge because that's not accepting a no answer, right? And it's not dropping the subject. So it means learning to be okay with it and being okay with letting it go and moving on. That is so perfect because I think a lot of people really do get hung up when things don't go their way. We have expectations. Our expectations are not always met. Also, we do not always get to be in control of everything, right? Mm -hmm. So sometimes we just have to say, okay, it didn't turn out right. I didn't get my expectation right there. That doesn't mean I stopped trying. It's just that I can't let that be this hard thing on my day, ruin my mood, ruin my interactions with other people. So accepting a no answers has the step, drop the subject, but also when we disagree appropriately about a no answer with someone, we still may not get our way. And guess what? Do we carry that bad feeling around all day or do we move on? No, we move on, right? Yeah. So that means we need to also drop the subject. So the very last step of disagreeing appropriately is to drop the subject. And the very last step of accepting a consequence is to drop the subject. So when a person is self-governed, then basically what they're saying is they're saying, all right, so sometimes because of the principle of cause and effect, there's going to be effects that maybe I wish did not happen, but they did. And so, you know, I get up late and then I'm late to the office. That's an effect. And mm-hmm. so instead of stressing over the fact that I was late to the office the whole day, the best thing to do is to get there and get moving and stop thinking about the fact that I was late. Just move on. That means I'm accepting my consequence, right? Well, for a child, they might have a synthetic consequence instead of a natural one, like, you know, feeling late, being late to the office. So their synthetic consequence may be something like they've earned an extra chore or something like that. And at that point they need to go, well, it happened, right? So I'm just going to carry on with this extra chore, get it done and be done. I'm not going to sit and worry about how I made one mistake in the day. You know, Mm -hmm. we all make mistakes in the day. There's cause and effect that follows around, follows us around all day. And when we learn to see cause and effect, which is what consequences teach us, they teach us cause and effect. When we learn to see those things, we make better choices at the front end, right? We we're better at being proactive, but we shouldn't let our bad choices ruin our day because guess what? They don't have to really feel bad just because they were a negative choice, right? Yeah. No. And a lot of it is, you know, pre-teaching yourself ahead of time. It's just something that we mentioned a lot that, you know, okay, this might turn out this way and I'm probably, that's not the way I'd prefer it. However, if it does turn out this way. So for example, if mom and dad do say no, then, you know, I'm going to be okay with it. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that, that has a lot to do with the parents, just helping them understand, okay. Um, you know, especially when they first start out, okay, I'm going to give you a no answer, you know, before they even give the no answer. So the child is mentally prepared and pre-taught to um, be able to accept that and drop the subject. But it can also be in life situations, helping your children understand, okay, so you're going into this situation and you're going to ask so-and-so a question or bring up something. And, you know, this is the way we want it to go but they could say this instead. So if they do say this, what is your reaction going to be? You know, how are you going to feel? What are you going to do about it? And so when you do um, 
simulations and situations like that, then it can really help prepare your children to drop that subject so much easier, so much quicker, um, and not become emotionally attached to um, their expectations not being met. I love that. I love that you're sharing such a useful tip for parents that they can do pre-teaching for their children to prepare the children to be better at dropping the subject because they knew that they may not be able to have control over everything to begin with, Mm -hmm. or they might be, they might be told no to begin with, you know, how wonderful is that? So learning about pre-teaching is so important. The teaching self-government parenting course goes into great detail about the three different types of pre-teaching, how we can use pre-teaching to help our children. It really is a great thing to tell your children ahead of time. Listen, if you ever have to be corrected, it's no big deal. It's just a teaching moment, right? We don't need to worry about being corrected, about having something not go our way. We just see where we're at and then we decide to be okay with what comes next and move on. We choose to be happy. Teaching Mm -hmm. your children that they can make that choice to be happy is teaching them how to drop the subject. They've got to have a bigger overarching picture of what is going on. Because usually most people in the moment, they hyper-focus on the detail, right? Like this person, that, that voice tone, that that face, yeah. they told me no, that would, and they get hyper-focused on these little details, but they've got to have a bigger picture than just that minute. They've got to be able to say, but wait a minute, what do I want my interactions to just generally be like with people? Or mm-hmm. how do I want to feel when I'm with other people? I want to feel happy. I want to feel calm and okay. And, and that is on me. And I have to choose how to do that. You know? Yeah. Well, and that really is looking at like a vision of how you want your relationships to be. A lot of people don't do that outside of their family. Sometimes they don't even do that in their family, but in order to be able to drop the subject and to be able to have positive interactions with people 98% of the time, you know, I mean, you can hundred percent of the time on your end, you know, <laughs> then you have to make sure that you prepare yourself for those situations. And like you said, look to the bigger picture, because if you get focused on details, then you start getting focused on emotions and you become emotionally attached. And then you're actually not thinking logically because when your emotions are involved and in gear, your logic kind of goes out the window. Totally does. Cause you're not in the right place. Your brain, right? You're not in the logical part of your brain when you're being emotional. And we all know there are productive emotions and there are non-productive emotions. Okay. And if you are engaging in non-productive emotions, like feelings of, you know, pity or anger or whatever it is, these are non-productive. They're not going to help you. They really aren't. So the best thing to do is to seek for understanding, maybe drop the subject, seek for understanding. That's going to be a more productive emotional response. And then go to try to talk to the person about it. That's going to actually solve a problem. Just getting mad and festering. No way. That's non-productive. It's going to hurt you. And that is what is happening when people are not dropping the subject. Dropping the subject can be really, really hard because we do get our hopes up about something, right? Mm -hmm. And we do desire to have a bit of control over our environment. The thing is, is it's a lie to think we can control our entire environment. We can't, we can't control other people. We can't control what they think, what they say, what they do. We can't. The only thing we can do is control ourselves when something happens with another person and try to seek for understanding with those people. And I've got to say, there are movements that are happening in our society lately, lately, even teachings that are starting to happen at the, at the school level for children where people, are starting to be taught these critical theories that actually make them 
start fights and hold on to fights and not drop subjects ever, ever, ever. I mean, I'm talking drop, dropping subjects from some person they never even knew, harboring bad feelings forever. What are we doing as a society? That to me, that is lunacy. Why would you try, create a movement to try to get people to be angry at each other and seek vindication year after year after year, moment after moment, and think bad about themselves because they are assuming bad things from other people and thinking bad things about other people? This mm -hmm. is all a movement of not dropping the subject. I mean, it's, it's the same thing as if your political candidate doesn't win and you riot. Okay. That's not dropping the subject. Okay. Yeah. You've got to be able to say, okay, hard things happen. I mean, I'm thinking right now, okay. The moment we are filming this, there are people fleeing the Ukraine. I, I could cry about this. There are people whose homes are being bombed. They are fleeing their country for their lives. I've got a niece that's over in Poland right now in Krakow. She's right by the border. She's helping refugees. I've got a friend in England who just, who just was messaging me, Nicolene, I'm bringing in some refugees from Ukraine to my house. What should I do to help them to succeed better in my house? And I'm talking to him about that. And, and I'm thinking to myself, these people that are coming in, they're incredibly they're scarred because of what happens, but they're moving on, you know, they're mm -hmm. picking up, they're moving on. They're not sitting in their houses and pouting and whatever. Sure. Some of them are standing up for their rights and their freedoms, which is what they need to do. But the children and the women are being sent away and the men are staying there to try and protect their homeland. I'm sorry. I'm getting kind of choked up here, but I pray for these people. I hope for these people and what you're seeing is you're seeing a whole bunch of people dropping the subject and moving on. They're adapting. They're trying to make life good for the children. Do you know, I think in true crisis, people do better at dropping the subject when the, than when life is all fluffy and easy. Because they prioritize what's most important. Yeah, exactly. And, and really, when we can't drop the subject about somebody's bad word that they said to us or somebody's thought that was a, you know, it wasn't even a... a a conscious thought maybe, or it was just something they didn't know would be offensive or what, whatever. I mean, that is such a first world problem. I cannot even believe it. Like, how about we focus on loving people no matter what and go, well, they didn't know better, but how about I just gently tell them how I'd like to be referred to or whatever, and, you know, or whatever. I mean, I just, I, I look at the situations around us and just the opposites and, and the, the polar opposites are staggering. <laughs> People who were offended because of what somebody did to one of their ancestors 200 <laughs> years ago, as opposed to people who are being bombed and fleeing for their lives right now. I'm just saying people who are trying to start fights from past wrongs of whatever it is. How about we just focus on supporting these other people who are being so healthy and trying to protect their families' lives right now? Mm -hmm. You know, let's drop the subject and let's start fresh. That's what this country, that's what, that's what good freedom seeking people have always been about is dropping the subject and starting fresh. And I feel like that's so important for us. So anyway, I feel like this topic is 
really vital for our success page. And I'm so glad that you saw that somebody was asking for it. I think it's important. I think we can teach our children to do that. The ways that we do that page has already talked about. We pre-teach the children. We teach them the skills, those four basic skills that they need for success. But you know what? If they don't drop the subject, we also need to correct them. Mm-hmm. Consistently. We to, yeah. We need to correct them so that they see this is not a healthy thing. We need to pick the healthy thing. And when we do that and we praise them when they are dropping subjects that are hard, that also shows them they can do hard things. Dropping the subject is basically saying, I can do hard things. I cannot have to be in control of everything and I can still be in control of me. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Teaching Self-Government Podcast. We will talk to you again next time about something else amazing. In the meantime, go to teachingselfgovernment.com and find any resources that you might need there to teach any of the skills that we have mentioned today. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Teaching Self-Government Podcast. For more information and resources to help unite your family, visit teachingselfgovernment.com.